if the Lord doesn't and isn't intervening right now in a biblical way, it's over. It's over. And so I do believe that God is intervening, that he is working, that things are happening. And if you want to think I'm crazy for thinking that or naive, that's fine. Like, I honestly don't care. I'm Kaitia. And I'm Jarrell. Welcome to our podcast where we talk about glowing through life instead of just going through life. It's a his and hers perspective about modern topics and hot button issues from Christians just like you. Well, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Going Through It. Today is a little different as you can see. And as you will hear me saying that mommy, my mommy is the only person talking today on the topic that she's going to talk about. It's a surprise for me and you because both of us do not know what she's going to talk about. She didn't tell me so. Enjoy the video. Hello and welcome to another episode of Glowing Through It. This is episode 62 and it is also the third episode of season three. And you're probably wondering why I'm all by myself. <laughs> so this is a video topic. If you've read the top, if you've read the title, you know what I'm about to talk about. It is things that I've basically avoided speaking about. Some for years, some for months, but all in all, things I've avoided talking about. Um, some out of fear, some out of obedience to God, but it was more me, uh, myself, Kaitia Lamore, and not something that me and Jarrell are going to be talking about. So even though this is technically a glowing through it episode, I felt led to actually make it a glowing through it episode as opposed to just like filming it on my phone and getting it out of the way. I feel like um, from now on, making more higher quality videos. There was a time for sitting in my car recording on my phone and those videos were really received well. But I feel like I am back to stepping up my game and getting back to just the quality that I used to have when my channel was thriving. And I feel like it's been hard to be encouraged to put the time honestly into the quality of my videos because one of the things that I've avoided talking about in detail is actually just um, wanting to delete all my social media. It's happened kind of a lot in the past two years where I've just had this urge kind of to just delete everything, um, partly because I just felt like what is the point? of sharing things when your channel seems to be going on a decline. And I've noticed this, I've noticed this with a lot of people actually on YouTube, especially those who talk about um, more Christian topics or especially things that go against the popular um, beliefs of today's culture. Um, it's not necessarily promoted, I guess, to a wider audience, I guess I would say. And you can say that shadow banning is a myth, but I can look at my YouTube analytics and see around the time that my channel started dipping and what I was talking about and what I did around that time in 2019, that would kind of maybe people would have reported me because I didn't go with the flow of what everybody thinks you should just jump on as far as the 
the new bandwagons that are happening. So anyways, um, having my channel dip and then also um, having a baby being pregnant, I can't believe I even did 40 weeks of a podcast when I was pregnant, when I was just feeling horrible the entire time and then kind of slowly getting back into YouTube. But it's kind of interesting, like this video specifically, I have felt like God put it on my heart to post and then I've been waiting to talk about this for months and I just never felt that green light and that go ahead to just go ahead and record it. But I remember last year in 2021, I posted a video and it was on, on September 1st, uh, where I've been and what's next for my channel. So this is kind of like a part two of that one year later as you're watching this or hearing this, it's September 1st, 2022. And so I just really felt led that that date was like a new starting point for something. Um, and there's just things that God is kind of like renewing within me and inspiring me to like get back into or be reinvigorated about. But definitely, um, I think it's been hard. Um, I don't know if you guys have had this feeling, but sometimes it feels like you've been doing something for a really long time, and me and my husband were just talking about this like yesterday, where it's like, how come these things over here that I don't necessarily feel are super deep or whatever, uh, or heavy assignments from God, they bring in the revenue, they bring in the opportunities, but then this other stuff that I've been toiling away at that I know is important, that I know should be done, that I feel like a heavy, heavy calling to do, it's like, God, why do it? <laughs> like, so, cause sometimes it feels like no one's responding, no one's listening, no one's engaging. And I talked a lot more about this in my, why I bought fake followers video. So I'm not going to go into detail about that whole, like, uh, feeling like you're talking to thin air <laughs> when you post and then nobody heart or hardly anybody responds. But anyways, it's just like been that thought of like the type of things that are acceptable now that go against my faith it's like, that's what's getting promoted. That's what's getting the numbers, shocking content, clickbait content. Um, everybody wants to like be controversial and stuff. And it's like, it does get views and it can get you traction. And some people just out of creativity, like they get traction and stuff. But for what I've noticed for a lot of people who, like I said, are talking about deep and meaningful things of the faith that go against cultural progressive ideas. It's like they have to fight hard to get their things in front of an audience that they already have. You see these huge numbers and then you see like nobody's looking at it and it could be perceived as, well, nobody agrees with you and nobody wants to watch it, but let's be real. That is not what's happening. Like we are fighting against an algorithm and a system and an agenda and that's as much as I'll say about that. But yeah, sometimes it just feels like, well, if I'm going to be shut up anyways, <laughs> and if I'm going to be uh, like silenced or whatever, or hidden, like what is literally the point? And so I have thought about that a couple of times. And even recently, it's like, I'll just delete everything and I'll say goodbye and I'll live my life in silence and in quiet. But one, that's exactly what the enemy wants is for us to shut up <laughs> and go away. And I'm not going to give in to that. And two, I know I wouldn't be truly fulfilled if I gave up on the things that are burning deeply inside of me to post and to say and to encourage people with. So that is the first thing I haven't 
really liked talking about that. I've kind of avoided, you know, that whole thing about just feeling stuck, like literally just feeling stuck. And like I've been going and going and doing the same thing. And, um, but it's just something deep down, you know, my spirit within me, the Holy Spirit just keeps calling me to keep going. And that's the only thing that does keep me going, honestly, is the Holy Spirit saying like, it's not in vain. Don't worry about it. And I do believe there will be a time because I feel like a lot more people are speaking up and fighting back. I think there will be a time where like you can't just keep shutting people up. And I feel like there will be more people searching for truth and searching um, for something bigger than themselves. And, you know, the people who are going to keep talking about it, like we'll be here, you know, when you need the prayer and the conversations and the topics and the Bible studies and stuff like that. And even just with that being said, I mean, it's hard when you're a creative to feel like you're not growing, to feel like people aren't really receiving what you spend time to do. That's if you have music that you're creating, if you have art, if you have, you're a business coach, like whatever, it, it, it just feels like, what is the point? Like maybe this isn't working. And I know like for me specifically, I had hovered around 10,000 subscribers, like I almost got there right before I basically stopped um, posting because I got pregnant. I was like really close to hitting 10K and it just felt impossible to get there. And then recently, like last, like this past spring, I think I finally hit 10K and then I was almost like afraid to lose it. So like there'd be ideas of things that I'd want to say. And then I would just really wait and hesitate because I was like, I know when I say this or when I post this, immediately I'm going to like start losing followers. And that's kind of what happened. Um, I started posting about feminism. I started posting about gender, started posting about different things, uh, women's rights and, and whatnot. And people hated that. And just like within maybe a month, I went from like 10K to now I'm down to like 9,000. 800 or something no 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 yeah wait let me actually look because I've got time I'm not in a rush yeah so 9,800 so yeah losing that many followers I guess is not a ton of people but it might have even been in a week like it was just a very short amount of time where I'm gaining people then that kind of stopped gaining really anybody then I'm like down by like over 100 people um, on my feed. So it's just, can it can get discouraging is basically all I'm trying to say. But yeah, it, it just made me a little bit afraid. And that's not something I like to say is like that I've dealt with like fear of man and not wanting the consequences of speaking out. But I'll tell you one thing though, you won't have peace. Like if God calls you to do something, it's like you will not have peace about it until you obey. At least that's what's happened in my life. So I'm just like, you know what, instead of me going back and forth, him and hawing, being afraid, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. And then that's just what it is. And whatever happens is whatever is going to happen. And it's not like 10,000 followers was like doing anything special for me. It just was a number that I had been looking forward to for years because it just seemed like impossible to get to those double digits. So that's a whole thing. And then for some reason, I have been hesitant to share how I homeschool my kids. And it's because um, with becoming a mom, there is so much criticism about how people parent, 
other moms can be so loud and so rude actually with when they respond to how you parent it could be the bed, kids bedtime it could be their diet it could be how you school them it could be how you discipline them it's just like half the people will say you're awesome and you're right and half the people will be like you're the worst mom in the world maybe it's not that cut and dry a 50 50 but sometimes it does seem that way where you're just like, I don't want to take the chance because it's a 50-50 chance that people are going to be all about it and there's another chance they're just going to be like, you're the worst thing in the world. So anyways, I homeschool my daughter. I have been since she was in kindergarten. And this is going to be brief. It's just because some people asked me and I was like, well, I'm not really an expert in homeschooling. I just started, so I don't really want to talk about it. And then that is true, but part of it was also like, I don't need the judgment. I don't need anybody to be like, well, why do you do it like that? So when she was in kindergarten, I just went to the store and I bought some workbooks of things that kindergartners should learn with their letters and numbers and things like that. And she did those workbooks for a year, for the school year. Once we entered into first grade, we were going to look into charter schools because there's a lot of cool things that can happen with charter schools where you can go in person. Some of them are like, you can come in for these subjects only and then homeschool at home for the rest. You have accountability with the teachers. You have funds to use for like gymnastics or dance or different extracurriculars. But when I went to see if the local uh, charter schools in my area were taking more students on, this was in the middle of the pandemic. It was in 2020. And they were like, we're not accepting any more students because we don't even know if there's going to be funding for charter schools. So they just stopped enrolling students. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? So I looked into just what it is to just homeschool yourself with nobody else and I looked at the laws like what's legal to do in California so you just fill out a form online say this is the name of your school you make up whatever name you want to you fill out the forms and then you just say I'm homeschooling and the laws in California are really lax like they're they honestly it just seems like they don't even care <laughs> they're like okay you said you're homeschooling great fine like who cares <laughs> and then you just do it so I filled out the form and then I remembered that a subscriber years ago when I even mentioned homeschooling she told me about uh, an online academy an online school called time for learning and I, that popped into my head. So there's that one and then another one that I was kind of going back and forth between. And I was like, let me just see what time for learning is. And I looked at their examples of their videos because it's all online. It's all through their website. And you're able to see like the lessons because they're videos and stuff that the instructors teach them on like computer or iPad. So I was like, let me do this. And it's a monthly fee. And you set up the school year like how many days a week are you going to do it? Uh, do you, how many months do you want each school year to be? Like I do listen to like how many days um, per year a student is supposed to be in school for like California law. So I do that to make sure like she's having the number of days um, that she's supposed to have for homeschool and not every single homeschool day is sitting in front of the, her iPad like doing that. Sometimes it's experiments at home. Sometimes it's going to the zoo. So anyways, that's what we do. We go to Time for Learning and it's really, really simple and I love it. And I don't know if I'll, I, that, I don't know if that will change, if I will keep doing Time for Learning or not, but it's been really great for us. And like I said, I don't know why I've avoided talking about just like, hey, we use time for learning. I just, sometimes I just expect people to be like, you know what I heard about that website? It's the worst. And like, it's it's actually crazy and you wouldn't believe it. Because sometimes people do that. But I'm just like, it's a well-established online curriculum. Like, I can use it. I'm allowed to. And everything is okay. And my daughter is learning very well. And so that's working for us. And I'm fine with it.
Another thing that is good that's been happening lately, but I had avoided talking about, a while ago, I did a video called Why I Left My Church. You can go watch it. And so after that, we were not in a church for years. And I do remember there were people who would um, contact me saying, oh, if you don't have a church, like try check out this one, try to check out this one. Oh, have you found a church yet? Have you found a church yet? And I kind of felt like rushed. I felt like pressed to like find one and to say, I have a church. Like, it's okay. Like I have one. Cause sometimes people be like, you don't have a church. Like kind of like what's wrong with you. And I would feel kind of weird to tell people I knew like, yeah, we don't have a church home yet. So we didn't have a church home for a while. Then we had one and we would go there, then COVID happened, and then it shut down. And then we moved to another city that we were not going to drive back to that church um, just to go there. We were going to just find a new one. So for years, we still didn't have a church again. So we were looking online to see like uh, what kind of churches are in our area. And a lot of churches were streaming online services anyway, so you could see if they were saying some whack stuff or if they weren't. So there was a church that I had gone to because um, a friend of ours had invited us there for an event and back in 2016. And I was like, okay, this is a really cool campus. Like when I went there, I was like, this is beautiful. It's like really cool, whatever. And just kind of forgot about it. And then that church is in the city we now live in, fast forwarding six years later. And I was like, let's, you know what, Joel, let, let's check out this church. Like, let's just check out that church we went to, like, see how it is. So we go in person and then we just feel like God is telling us this is it. This is where you go. And so we're just so excited. It's only been like a month and a half since we started uh, going to church in person again, but we're really very excited about it. And it's just like every single week we're like, wow, this is so cool. Like there's just new reasons to love this church. Like every single week, there's like a new thing where it's like, wow, another reason to like you guys, like, cause you do this or cause you're like that, or cause you treat us this way. And so we've already made like friends, which, um, has been kind of hard sometimes, you know, if you've been to church, you know, it's not like you immediately go to church and you auto automatically have built-in friends and everybody's super nice and wants to have lunch with you. So sometimes it can be a little harder unless you're in a small group or like a smaller setting um, to find people who you get along with or whatever. So I've been fortunate enough to already find, you know, people that I really like and we've already gone to an event there and, and all that stuff. So it's just been like really amazing. And I just want to emphasize how important it is to wait and God's timing, because I could have felt very pressured to hurry up and find a church, gone to any church. But we've said this before, and I'll say it again. God cares about the details of your life. He cares where you live. He cares where you work. He cares who you marry. He cares how you raise your kids. He cares, did I say carries how you, anyways, if I said cares wrong, I meant to say cares anytime. He cares about these things. So he cares about the church you go to. He knows what friendships and what community that you need to have for your life specifically. So that's why we waited, but I didn't really talk about it because I didn't want people to be like, oh, you still don't have a church or like, I don't know. I just felt like there would be judgment. And so a lot of this is like on me where I've had a fear of man because of different things that have happened in my life where I get, I, I second guess myself, have second guess myself. Let's put that back there. I'm getting way better and it's definitely not how it used to be, but that's something I used to struggle with severely. And now sometimes it just comes back in and fleeting thoughts about like what people are going to think of me or whatever. So gotten a lot better at that. And so I wanted to say <laughs> we found a church and it shouldn't have taken this long for me to even mention it. But yeah, I avoided talking about it. Is that a weird thing to avoid? Let me know. If you're watching this or on a platform that has comments, comment below. 
are these things that I'm saying that I have avoided talking about, are they real? <laughs> are they real fears to have to say I'm afraid to talk about this and I've avoided it or I just don't want the criticism or whatever? It's probably just all the enemy. And like I said, I'm getting a lot better at like rejecting those thoughts because I know that they're deep down, they're not me. So the last two things, <clears throat> well, I guess there's three things. So another thing that I never talked about really was starting in 2016, the Lord called us to move in with my in-laws and we stayed there until 2020. After I was like eight months pregnant, we moved out and found God released us and provided for us to move out into the city that he had told us about years prior. So we basically needed to, because of our financial situation, we needed to move in with them and they were gracious enough to have us. And it kind of just felt like our life fell apart, turned upside down. And it was embarrassing, honestly, to me. And I've never gone into the full details of that. And I won't go into the full details of that here, but just in case you never knew and you haven't watched an episode where we discussed it, yeah, 2016, we moved us and our daughter into my in-law's house and we stayed there. And during that time, as we were crying and well, mostly me crying, trying to figure out what this was, what was happening, what do we do here? Um, God just really dismantled all of the things that we had built up in our life, friends, <laughs> work, church, <laughs> just like everything, finances, and he rebuilt us. But it was one of the hardest times in my adult life that I've ever been through because there was just so much that we had to learn and so much that we had to undo and so many things that... It just was like, I don't want my life to be like this. And this is really hard. And like, I'm a Christian and why am I struggling? And just like so many questions about like, God, you said you're good. So why aren't you good? <laughs> why you ain't doing the good stuff to me? So that was really difficult. But in that time was birthed, <laughs> reinvigorated um, passion for serving the Lord and just giving him everything. Because I'm like, I had done everything. I tried everything I could. I was working on set as an actress. I did modeling. I was... Um, just out there booking stuff and, you know, whatever. Jarrell was working, he was doing things, but it just never really was solid. Like we never had a solid, stable, like kind of career and situation. And it was just enough of that. <laughs> uh, it was just enough of that. We're tired of it. And then like, I was like, okay, then trust me. And I was like, okay, like now it's going to be cool and great because we trust him and we let go of our way of doing things. And then he was like plucking out <laughs> all the things and pruning out all the things that were not right and when you feel like you have nothing and then God still takes everything away it's like how did you find more stuff to take away um, it just kind of feels very discouraging and depressing and so it was after we had trusted him to pluck everything away that we kind of just felt like you know what we're just going to go all in what do we have to lose what do we have to lose to just go all in on Jesus if he's telling us to do something and somebody else says well you probably shouldn't do that or you should probably do it this way it's like I don't care anymore like I'm just going to do what God tells us to do because nothing else has worked. Mm, so I'm going to do that. So that's what we did. That's when I started really going hardcore on my YouTube channel about talking about Jesus. That's when my channel kind of blew up. And uh, Jarrell had a reinvigorated creativity and inspiration for Revelations, which is the passion project and assignment that God has placed on him. It's like a life calling. And so it just, um, so many amazing things happened, but it was a hard 
hard, hard, hard four years. And what made it a little bit harder for me, you know, when God gives you a promise sometimes and you're just like, that must mean it soon. Not all the time. Sometimes it's just that you'll have something to hold on to and keep your hope alive because he told you he's going to do something and you're like, okay, like a year goes by, another year goes by. So December of 2017, about a little over a year after we moved in with my in-laws, we felt very strongly that God was calling us to a specific city. After visiting like so many other cities, God called us to this city and we had confirmation. It was so clear. So we're like, all right, then move us there. <laughs> like, this is great. And year goes by, another year goes by, and it nothing really worked out. <laughs> nothing worked out um, to give us the go-ahead to actually move there. And then all of a sudden, in 2020, one of the worst years that has happened in the world, God came through with so many blessings and finally released us to the city that he told us we would move to and that's where we've been for almost two years it'll be it'll be two years october 1st of 2022 that we live in this city and it is a dream it is literally a dream to live here i love it it is safe it is family friendly there's a lot of things to do and even just to be on our own for two years after having struggled for so long is just kind of like, wow, miraculous. Lord, you actually did it, you know? And like by following him, it's like every single move he's called us to make apparently has been imperative to the success of our careers, our marriage, our family, just all of that. So it's like you look back on the past two years and I'm like, well, I'm so glad I obeyed that because now we really needed this or I'm so glad I did that because, oh my gosh, if I didn't, what would we be doing? So it's just like step by step, God is guiding us um, in this walk. And I feel like, a relieved, but also still like I'm working through stuff, like I'm still learning, like I have not arrived. And that kind of brings me to um, the next thing that I've avoided talking about. Do you remember last year, 2021, when I had that dream about President Trump and it was a dream that he had won the presidency? So something that I never did. I never responded to the comments on it. When I posted that video, I actually started crying because I felt stupid. I felt humiliated. I felt like, why God are you making me say this? Why are you making me do this? And I was hopeful that after that video, something miraculous would happen in the world and something would change. And guess what? It hasn't. As far as physical world knows. Um, but I will say, there's a lot of people who were very confused by that time because there was a lot of prophecy about Trump. I wouldn't have cared if I didn't have that dream, that very detailed, in-depth, hard-hitting spiritual dream about him winning. I wouldn't have really been reading into all the prophetic words about that. But there's a lot of prophetic voices who were right about like everything else. Like they did not understand how they could be wrong about this. And they just like went away or they apologized or they started condemning other people who still believed that he could have won. And so I think it's important when God gives a prophecy to allow him to do it the way he wants to and in the timing he wants to and to not allow our thoughts and our feelings about how things should go, not allow that to dictate us if we're going to believe this prophecy or not. 
And I'm not even saying to believe what other people say. If God tells you something and it's confirmed and it's clear, you know, go with that. I'm not even saying all this stuff over here that you have to pay attention to and you have to believe it. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that haven't added up. There's a lot of things that are very curious <laughs> about the past two years. And um, do I think Trump won? I do. And I've never said that. I don't think out loud. And I've avoided it because <laughs> you know what happens when people say that. So it's like I'm not trying to get my channel flagged or get my channel deleted or whatever. But you know what, though? God is my protector, and I answer to Jesus Christ. And if God said he's going to do something, I don't care how long it takes, and I don't care what it looks like as it's taking place. But I do believe we are not done with that yet. Take that as you will, is all I'm saying. But yeah, I do not regret posting that video. What I said is what I believed at the time and what I still believe. And so it is what it is. <laughs> and that's kind of all I'll say about it. Because um, I, I do feel like prophetic words are important. And the last thing I'll say about prophecy, though, is like, in these past couple of years, things have been so horrible as far as the direction that this country has taken. And it has been so scary and so discouraging that honestly, if there weren't certain prophetic voices out there who confirm things that God has already told me, because I don't believe nothing, I don't just believe nothing nobody says. If God has spoken to me and I have a relationship with him and he's confirmed things with me and he's shown me signs and wonders and whatever, and I've seen things with my eyes, I'm going to take his word for it, and all this other stuff is supplemental, it is confirming, and it is, you know, I'm glad that these voices are out there, even if they look crazy, even if it looks like, why are you saying this? I'm glad it's out there because I don't know, honestly, how I would function <laughs> these days if God wasn't encouraging the body of Christ that things are going to be okay. Because a lot of people feel like this is the end. We're in the end times. Jesus is coming tomorrow. People will be like, Jesus is coming tonight. And you're like, see you in heaven tomorrow. And I'm like, bro, Jesus doesn't even know when he's coming back. So he ain't, ain't nobody going to tell you, you know, Jesus is coming back. Look it up. Jesus does not know the day and the time he's returning. Only God, the Father, does. So, like, I don't believe this is the end times. I would have if I didn't know the Lord and if he wasn't speaking to me about certain things. So it's encouraging to me when I see... Christian families who it's pretty clear they have a solid walk with God and that they hear from him. When I see families like this who are like, I want a baby. God has given me the desire of a baby and they've tried for a baby. And then finally, miraculously, they get pregnant or people who have these five-year, 10-year lifelong plans who God is clearly speaking to them and clearly instructing them. Seeing that, also gives me encouragement because if this was the end, why do anything? Honestly, why do anything? Why have any kind of goals, any kind of plans? Because if the Lord doesn't and isn't intervening right now in a biblical way, it's over. It's over. And so I do believe that God is intervening, that he is working, that things are happening. And if you want to think I'm crazy for thinking that or naive, that's fine. Like, I honestly don't care. Like, there's too much that God has shown me and proven to me and comforted me with. It's just 
And even just stuff happening in real life, in the physical realm, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, God is on the move. Like God is doing what he said he was going to do. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I believe him. And so that's um, something that I want to encourage you guys with. If you feel like you've lost hope, it's like, keep doing whatever God is calling you to do right now. Because if you go through these years and all you did was be depressed, cry, give up, lose hope, lose your faith, get cynical, get angry, lose control, lose your mind, like you've, you're, you're going to have wasted a lot of time where you could be making progress for the kingdom. So leave that there. And so the last thing I'll say is we kind of touched on this a little bit, but this is something I've avoided outright saying is um, we talked in our Roe v. Wade video uh, podcast about Ben Shapiro. And I was just like, here we go. If I mention Ben Shapiro, you know, some people are going to be mad, like big mad. Some people are going to be like, I can't believe you listen to him. Like, who else do you listen to? So I'll tell you who else I listen to. Um, about 2017, I think, I had no interest in politics. I didn't know what was going on in the Hillary versus Trump thing. I didn't know why it was such a big deal. I actually deleted a lot of I deleted kind of my personal account on Facebook because I was tired of hearing about it. But it was like 2017 or 2018, the Lord had led me to some, it just kind of popped up in my feed. And I was like, okay, like let me just watch it. And it was like, there was some Prager University videos. And then that was one of the first times I saw Candace Owens. And um, I kind of just started getting recommended more and more like people like that more conservative leaning voices and then like I saw Candace Owens on like Dave Rubin report show and just like then I started finding out about Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles and it's and then there's like Epic Times which is Roman Bal I think it's Roman Balmakov is his name um Brandon Tatum there's a guy called Jack Posobiec so these are just a few people that I have seen who share values that I share. A lot of them are Christian um, or have some sort of faith that is supposedly Christian. Um, but a lot of them have conservative values. And they, if you listen to conservative or liberal voices, they're not going to be completely unbiased. There's obviously bias. If you listen to anyone, they're going to tell you news through their viewpoint. But these are the most objective viewpoints that I've seen and I don't agree with everything they say. I don't agree with how they say it. I don't agree with all of their beliefs. I don't agree with all their lifestyles. But as far as getting information about what is going on in these days, like there's just been a lot of things that just haven't just been so clouded with filth and lies and deception that I've seen come from certain groups like this. And so me and my husband watch them and I still try not to take in the news all the time. I like to be informed without being scared. <laughs> so I don't take in every single thing. There's times where I avoid the news, but I think it is important to to know what's what's happening and how it affects your life and to know like, why is this happening with inflation? What's going on with the gas? Like, I don't want to just be like, la, 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 la. Um, ignorance is bliss. So like I said, if I mention any names about anybody, like don't just go watch them because I said so. And like, if you have seen them or if you have just heard about people talking about them, it's like, see for yourself see for yourself is all I'm saying and I don't agree with everything they've ever posted everything they've ever shared everything they ever believed how they say it their delivery their demeanor their attitude about some stuff but as far as just taking in the information and throwing away everything else that I might not agree with 
those are the kind of people that, that I've seen. So I don't know. This is just like a getting things off my chest kind of thing, uh, being bold and brave and just being open and transparent and not hiding um, or being scared of like people's reactions or whatever. So that's just why I feel led to do this. So I don't really have much else to say, but I do want to pray for you guys since we always do that at the end of these videos. So let's go ahead and do that. Uh, Lord, I do find this time being much about speaking up, being much about being bold and being courageous in our faith, being much about fighting back um, in the ways that you've called us with the tools that we have, like the word of God, like the Holy Spirit, like our faith, like our hope, like the gospel. So I'm just praying for those who are watching this video, if they've made it this far um, and they can hear this prayer, Lord, I just pray that you help them as well in their day-to-day -day life to stand up for the things that matter, to stand up for truth and to be that light and be that salt in the earth that we need because it has really, really been, mm, I feel like a lot of people have just been very scared and for good reason to just say what they believe and to say the truth and to share. So I just pray for those who are watching, if there's extra boldness or encouragement that they need, please send it to them. Help them to be covered in your peace. Help them to not be given a spirit of of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys, that's all I have for today. All I want to end with is just keep standing up, keep fighting back, <laughs> keep hope alive in your hearts, keep praying to God, keep seeking Him, keep hearing His voice, keep going to Him for truth and for clarity, and do not be afraid. God is good, and He is with us. He is always with us and he will never leave us or forsake us. So stay in his will, stay in his grace and protection, stay in his favor. And if you have any comments or questions or encouragement of your own, leave it in the comments and I'd love to talk to you. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so, so much for watching this video. And make sure to do another thing, which is give a thumbs up and hit that red subscribe button and ring the little bell ding 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 bye guys we love you Beautiful.